Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Tokyo Confidential. This is Alan, and this week features part two of our series on the psychology that goes into the operations of Japan's rail stations. Our topic? The charming melodies that mark the departure of trains at stations across Japan and how they contribute to improved passenger safety. Commuting at rush hour in Japan is not for the faint of heart. The trains are jam-packed at as much as 200% capacity during the height of rush hour, and razor-thin connection times to transfer from one train to another leave little margin for error. Compounding the stressful nature of the commute in years past was the nerve-grating tome, a harsh buzzer used to signal a train's imminent departure. The departing train buzzer was punctuated by sharp blasts of station attendants' whistles. As harried salarymen raced down the stairs and across platforms to beat the train's closing doors. To calm this stressful environment, in 1989 the major rail operator J.R. East commissioned Yamaha and composer Hiroaki Ide to create Hasha Melodies, short, ear pleasing jingles to replace the traditional departure buzzer. Also known as departure or train melodies, Hasha tunes are brief, calming, and distinct. Their aim is to notify commuters of a train's imminent departure without inducing anxiety. To that end, most melodies are composed to an optimal length of 6 or 7 seconds, owing to research showing that shorter duration melodies work best at reducing passenger stress and rushing incidents, as well as taking into account the time needed for a train to arrive and depart. The tunes feature whimsical titles like Seaside Boulevard or Elegant Trip, and range from the wistful to the jaunty. This bouncy tune, entitled Bougainvillea, is used at Miyazaki Airport Station for its departing trains. Most stations have their own melodies, forming de facto theme songs that become part of the station's identity. Tokyo's ABC station, for example, is known for its departure melody, a short, stylized version of, of the theme from the movie The Third Man. As more stations have added melodies over the years, the original thesis of a calming effect has proven correct. A study conducted in October 2008 at Tokyo Station, for instance, found a 25% reduction in the number of passenger injuries attributable to rushing after the introduction of Hasha melodies on certain platforms. Over the years, station jingles have grown in popularity. There is a group within the railfan subculture dedicated to recording all of the unique Hasha melodies at stations around Japan. The melodies themselves have evolved somewhat as well. On the Tozai line in Tokyo, for instance, composer Minoru Mukaya created the melodies for each station to be played in succession, so that when they are combined, they form a coherent, complete song from the first station through to the last. The use of these jingles is not without controversy, however. Shortly after their introduction, residents living near open-air rail stations, wary of hearing endless repetitions of the same jingles all day, complained of noise pollution. Those complaints aside, however, Hasha melodies remain a mainstay of the Japanese commuting experience.
On the other end of the spectrum, some stations deploy ultrasonic deterrence as a means of preventing petty crime and loitering, a stark contrast to the ear-pleasing melodies used on platforms. Despite, or perhaps because of, its reputation as a remarkably safe country, Japan is nonetheless vigilant in combating youth delinquency. Train stations are particularly sensitive in that regard since congregations of young people pass through the stations at all hours of the day. To address the Japanese fear of loitering and vandalism by young riders, some train stations deploy ultrasonic deterrence, small, unobtrusive devices mounted in the ceilings near entrances that emit a high-frequency tone. The particular frequency used, 17 kHz, can generally only be heard by those under the age of 25. Older people can't detect such frequencies thanks to the age-related hearing loss known as presbycusis. These devices, the brainchild of a Welsh inventor and also used to fend off loitering teens in the US and Europe, have been widely adopted in stations across Japan. Standing outside one of Tokyo Station's numerous exits on a recent summer day, it was easy to see the effectiveness of this deterrent in action. Middle-aged salarymen and elderly commuters passed under the sonic deterrence without changing pace. Among the younger, uniform-clad students, however, the reactions were evident. A suddenly quickened pace, a look of confusion or discomfort, and a cry of Urusai, loud. None appeared to connect the noise to the deterrents placed almost flush in the ceiling panels above. While the deterrents are largely meant to spare the ears of those over the age of 25, for those adults with particularly sensitive hearing, such as myself, the effect is the same as it is for teenagers. Indeed, to test the frequencies used in the sonic repellents, I took an oscilloscope to an entrance outside a Tokyo metro station in Shinjuku. As expected, the scope jumped from around 300 Hz from the ambient background noise of Tokyo to over 19,000 Hz directly under the repellent, although I was only able to briefly stay under the repellent despite being over the age of 25. A video of this oscilloscope demonstration will be made available on our website at tokyoconfidential.substack.com. That does it for part two of our series on the psychological hacks that contribute to the smooth operation of Japanese rail systems. Big thanks to CityLab, who published an earlier version of this article on which today's episode is based. Please be sure to check out our Substack page at tokyoconfidential.substack.com for additional photos and videos from today's episode. Check back next week as we change gears away from train stations to examine one of the stranger strategies from World War II, the plan to die Mount Fuji Black. As always, stay safe and stay curious. Stay curious.